You know what movie I saw the other day? Uh, what movie did you see the other day? I saw day? Office Spaces for the first time the other day. Office Spaces or is it Office or Space? Or Office Space, excuse me. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, movie's, movie's bad. What? <laughs> Damn. That movie's just we're bad. In, we haven't even gotten into the movies we're talking about today. We're coming with movie hot takes. What's, wait, just, I just want to know. What's wrong with Office Space? Well, I mean, okay, so the bits in the office... Are, are like good and fine or whatever but that's only like 10% of the film the other bit is just fucking around with Johnny Schlub, with Johnny Schlub and just like his weird girlfriend that doesn't get any focus because it's a 1999 comedy and then his two friends and then the plot's really just a series of things that happen and like yes I know well in fact every plot is just a series of things that happen if you break it down far enough no no this is just a series of things that happen and there's no and like so, they try to do like this big lesson thing at the end, sort of, except it doesn't apply. And there are several threads that are like you think they're gonna do something with that just never come up again. And I, it's just, it's not it's not good. Everybody everybody remembers the office bits, but they don't remember the other ninety percent that they're not laughing at. I will say when I think about. Like when people talk about office space mm-hmm. or when they share quotes, all of them are within the office context. This is true, and that is ten, and that is like fifteen minutes of a ninety-minute film. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised to hear that so little of the film. Now I like I'm the dis- I like the discussion of flair they have when they're in the dining <laughs> discussion of flair. Yeah, the amount of buttons you're wearing, like just like, and that part's good. But they need to spend—they honestly need to spend more time bitching about their jobs. But then they go on like some like madcap. Oh, we're gonna steal money from the company, which fine, fair, whatever. But then they go south, but they don't really explore any of that. And then like the the hatchet men that the corporate bring in turn it around on the boss, and you think, oh, that's gonna go somewhere, but that's never brought up again. And then the guy decides that he's going to learn personal responsibility and turn all the money and himself in because stealing is wrong, even though that wasn't, like, his lesson that he needed to learn at all. But it's okay because the building got set on fire anyway, so nobody cares. And he's learned the value of hard work by becoming a construction worker, even though, again, that wasn't his problem. But stealing is based... I mean, not even getting in, not even getting into the whole like bit of that, which yeah, it is. But still, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't even address things, and there's no like you, you think it's going to do something, but it doesn't, and then there's just nothing left. And all you again, all that's good is like you remember the boss, you remember the stapler guy, and that's it. That's the isn't that the whole film? No, evidently not. I thought that was the whole film. No, no, it is not. I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I'm there there are very few off there. There is little office space in office space. <laughs> Damn, thought there'd be more space for this office. No, but you know what? There is more space for episode twenty one of World Strongest Podcast. Kai, I'm your host Zach, and these are my co-hosts Chase, uh, uh, and Thomas, Blackjack, because it's twenty one. 
What's up, everybody, and welcome to our new episode Horrid. of the show. Yeah, yeah was, we're still that was, rough. that was rough. Yeah, look, you know, mm. I I tried. I was bad too, but I like, tried to deliver. Now I feel better. I tried to deliver some good content for our audience. Well, they expect this guess now. Guess they can try again. <laughs> Fuck. All right, we'll, we'll, meet up, we'll, we'll meet up again next week. Let's see if we can do this blackjack thing again. Let's see if we can run this one again. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode twenty. We're on the world's strongest podcast, Kai. I am your host, Zach, and you're my co-host, Chase. Uh, yeah, that's me. And Thomas. Blackjack. Ooh, okay, well, okay. that was even worse today. Than the yeah, first we're just going to do some posts. We're going to do some posts. Hey, gonna, yeah. oh, we'll have to fix this yeah, later. Just, God, get the better Thomas. And in. today we're talking about the last. <laughs> this is our last movie episode for a little bit as we talk about Lord Slug and Cooler's Revenge, which I recently learned actually were packed as a two pack at one point. Really? Like they used to do a series of quote unquote double features, and this was one of them. I could see Which that. You'd think they'd pack this with, you know, Return of Cooler. Yeah, but that's way later. But, yeah, and not great. But now... <laughs> Neither we are have, these. Well... What are you talking about? Yeah. You're great. Well, let's get into the summary up top with Lord Slug. Uh, this film essentially opens... Goku is back on Earth, and the Z Fighters have seen that there's a meteor heading straight for the planet... Goku and Krillin try to divert its course, but they fail, and the meteor comes to Earth, revealing a spaceship inside of it. Uh, in this spaceship is Lord Slug, who wants to terra-freeze the planet and use its Dragon Balls in order to give himself eternal youth. Uh, he succeeds at both of these goals. Good for him. Uh, but that's when Goku gets back up. So obviously, you know, now it's going to be a problem for him. And Goku leads the Z fighters in a fight against his men. Goku fights Lord Slug. Goku goes, and I'm putting air quotes that you can't see, Super Saiyan. More like Faux uh, Saiyan. Un-air, yeah, un-air quotes. Um, and then eventually defeats him with a spirit bomb. And that's, yeah, look, eventually, and then he defeats Yay! him with the spirit bomb is how most of these films end. Not cooler, but most <laughs> of them. <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, these movies really went all in on Icarus. It was just literally my first <laughs> note on this film. We and Icarus does appear Icarus. in Coolers. You think this picks yeah. up immediately after Tree of Might? Because they're still, like, it, out on, like, the camping, and Piccolo's at that same waterfall. It feels like it. There's a lot of camping in the Dragon Ball Z films. Well, you gotta, get them, you gotta get them in the middle of nowhere, I guess. Yeah, and I guess this is the easiest excuse. I'm just fascinated that Oolong sticks around so much as the impetus for all these things. I don't understand Oolong. why these films want to show, or specifically Lord Slug wants to show you... Gohan shaking his asshole, and so is along with Icarus at you as like either funny when it's just like it's just like that's the first like minute of this film. I my first my second note in this on this is I pray for death. Yeah, and that's at the three I minute did, mark. I did write in here what's with all the butt shaking and Gohan and Icarus's little dance. Because they just, they fly up, the op- film opens, Piccolo's just like, 
meditating. Right where we left it. It's next the to a worst waterfall. opening bit of all time ever created. But like, it's important. It's anti-funny. <laughs> yeah. It is. But it's important. It is important. There was it's no status. way to set off this check to set up this Chekhov's gun other than having yeah. Gohan shake his ass at the screen. Yeah, it's you sit yeah, it's there. Like Icarus and Gohan are shaking ass and dancing, trying to show Piccolo like, "Hey, we have a cool little dance." Gohan starts whistling, and this like damn near kills Piccolo. Apparently, it's, well, it's <laughs> awful because Piccolo's like, "Oh, peace." And quiet, and like the voice acting, rough this time mm-hmm. around. Well, I think this one was the two thousand like three oh, yeah. dub or something. Oh yeah. yeah, it's an older dub. Um, but he's like, oh, honestly, the peace best and quiet. In this film. Finally, meditation, and then Gohan's like, "There's Piccolo. Time to whistle and show my cool dance." And here's Icarus, <laughs> all these bells jingling around. I'm like, yeah, and Gohan starts throwing ass. Yeah, they're they're throwing it down sexual style. It's just not okay. <laughs> Um, it's not. It's just not. I do like it when Gohan just walks in the air like that's a cool thing he can do. <laughs> um, as he's whistling and Icarus weirdly gyrates on screen like it's having a seizure because whoever's animating this also did not know how to draw a flying dragon shaking tail in a very literal way <laughs> animated anywhere decently. And then Piccolo's like, I'm in severe pain, but not from what you think it would be. It's because Gohan whistled. Which destroys the Namekians. <laughs> They're one weakness. Yes. No, they have two weaknesses revealed in this film. It's the antennae and the ears. Oh shit, you're right. Yeah, which is like something that has literally never come up in anything. Well, again, the never will come right? up again. <laughs> the stupid. Yeah, but they, are, they treat this as just absolute <laughs> like canon fact until the fucking like, and then they're just done with it. <laughs> it's like this this is exactly what is always happening and then they stop i want to point out, like gohan has re fucking been like come check out icarus dancing and him dancing because he's a part of this now because he is it's like it's like a two minute dance routine he does mm-hmm. with piccolo fucking screaming in pain while like they just weirdly oscillate their bums or hip thrusts or just slowly move forward and back because the animation is just on a weird loop they've created while piccolo grimaces in pain it is genuinely horrible. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, there's like... <laughs> there's a lot going on with that. <laughs> but there's no more time for that, because the plan's about to get blown up by an asteroid. Which I love how insanely calm Dr. Briefs is, about like he's looking through his giant cartoony telescope, and he's just like... Hmm. That seems concerning. <laughs> like Bulba's like, what's up? He's like, oh, uh, there's an asteroid coming and it's on a collision course with Earth and also it's massive and will definitely kill all life. But also there's people on it that I can tell. Yeah, yeah somehow it's, it's, I can see yeah. there's there's peoples on it so we can't just blow it up. And Bulma, I think Oolong literally is like, it's either us or them. <laughs> Which is like, why is Oolong here is question one. But <laughs> He has I nowhere else to go, him. I guess. I guess not, but I do love that he just jumps right to it. Like, he's like, we're going to fucking kill him, right? Yes. <laughs> and just like, what's... Damn, buddy. So is Krillin. To be fair, Krillin's oh. also like, we're going to kill him, right? <laughs> because then it's yeah, up to Goku, Goku like, and Krillin to shoot a beam at it, and they're like, so we're just going to, like, kill him, right? And Go- Goku's like, no. He's like, I'm afraid you'd say that. <laughs> and then they shoot it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and they shoot a big beam at it. A Kamehameha that combines into a bigger Kamehameha, which hits the rock and it goes ping. 
<laughs> and they're like, ah, beans! And then just get sucked into his gravitational force, thrown away till the next 20 minutes of the film pass. Yeah. I did also write here, because the first time they show Lord Slug's, like, spaceship, well, the planet coming there, is the first time we get... So this dub that we watched is the original dub soundtrack with it. Oh, which, God. Uh, this used to be a trend with a lot of DBZ movies, apparently, and I just forgot this, uh, where they used a lot of, like, Western rock music as, like, the soundtrack of these films. Uh, which this started playing here, and the first thing I wrote, why is this guitar riff going so hard for this scene? Why is Stupefy by Disturb playing right now? What's going on? <laughs> no, that Stupefy doesn't play until Goku goes air quotes Super Saiyan. Oh yeah, I know. I'm just but saying, yeah. but like that's what it is. You're like, why the fuck <laughs> is this happening? Oh, I remember why. It is very. Why the fuck is this happening? Uh, we talked a little bit about it off podcast, but like, I was just like, yo. This fucking rocks. This it's is bad, so bad. But it's great. No, it's just bad. And not in the new sense of the word, which means good. This is bad and just bad. <laughs> Buddy, this track, this soundtrack has fucking disturbed on it. Sixth and seventh grade Thomas would have shit himself to remember this. Yeah, and he had shitty taste. We all had shitty taste in sixth and seventh grade. No, I didn't. But some part of me just f- absolutely fucking loved that they just went in for this. <laughs> that they just they made their own AMV. <laughs> I, I just I want to know what the conversations were like. Where they're like, "Well, we can't use the Japanese music, and Falconer doesn't have a free weekend. Uh, do we want to just we're just going to use some garbage." Oh, it says that he did though. I'm looking, I'm looking at the it. Wikipedia now, and it's he produced an alternate opening theme for this version, and the remaining pieces of background music were, were, were composed by Faulkner and Evan Jones. He worked oh, on yeah. this. You could have just had him do music. They were they did some, because there are a couple little Faulkner tracks sprinkled throughout. But then you have Finger Eleven and Dust for Life and American Pearl, Boy Hits American Car. Pearl. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. The only band name here that I know is Breaking Disturbed, Point. That was the only one I was excited to hear as soon as Goku went Super Saiyan, quote unquote. And I hear Stupefy. I was just like, oh, this is a like 2003 AMV except made by an actual company. <laughs> <laughs> Which is extraordinarily funny. It's a shit post that I'm forced to watch. I loved it. I hated it. I loved it. Yeah, it's bad. Thank you, Chase. It's so good. Uh, um, do you hate this more than the the soundtrack of Kai? No, I don't. <laughs> That's the worst part. I'm at That's least like the rock guitar does kind of, of hit. <laughs> there is something to be said of how much like guitar screeching happens in this soundtrack, and I'm like, that is fitting. If not the song, the the idea is there. Also, I just wanted to point out, because when the, the meteor hits the planet, they do this weird split-screen shot of, like, the people's reaction and the destruction. Mm-hmm. But they split it diagonally, so it's almost like we have two random Dutch angle shots. I was about to say, well, you see, later. Thomas, the Dutch angle is used to throw the audience off balance and show that something's amiss. Yeah, I think a the meteor thing, The thing being amiss at this point else. is the meteor. 
God. I was gonna... There's also a bit, as the meteor is coming in, there's like a, a newscast. <laughs> yeah, this and I guy. Up wrote, <laughs> yeah, I wrote, whoever played the new ca- newscaster is the epitome to me of the no small roles moment, because <laughs> this guy was just given a bit, and he just, like, killed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is one of... Unironically, this is one of the best voice performances in this entire dub. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. It's like him and I think Lord Slug killed it. <laughs> as much Slug was as having a, a good non-character time. as Lord Slug is, he's having a great time. Although I think like every line Lord Slug delivers in this is some kind of one-liner. Uh, pretty much. I don't think I have like any of his dialogue written down, but fair. There's like a Neither he's like I. an okay like he's like if you're gonna get higher, if you're implying to be a million, yeah, that's the that's the, the one line I have. Yeah, there's like a few <laughs> of those I think are okay. Like he's a few one of those, but he's just like a he's a jobber. I don't know, he's fine. I mean, yeah, all the movie villains are kind of low key jobbers, and by low key I mean they are jobbers, like high key because <laughs> it's a movie. They're not gonna matter. Yeah, and there's like people who don't feel like this are like Broly in the Broly movie and. Like Gamma one and two, kind of because they're they get actually a whole canon arc. and sticking around. Yeah, yeah. And they get a whole arc to them. Oh, one of them sticking around. Oh yeah, <laughs> Woo! and it was the wrong one, but we've been over this. Yeah, we have. Um, yeah, I just I'm yeah I'm more yeah you're, I'm just watching it. I'm like, this is a, definitely a film that was created to be like we got forty minutes to kill. What's a villain? I don't know, big and strong, and I don't know, make him like. Yeah, what if we did King Piccolo again? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People I mean, love King in that Piccolo. Category, I think, like, when we were talking last time, uh, or, God, I mean, even we were talking, like, Dead Zone really kind of created the formula that all of these films will derive from. And I really put down here that, like, Lord Slug is the most DBZ movie, DBZ movie, where it feels like we are doing the formula. I think we flagged one. Tree of Might as that one. Oh yeah, because I, I think we flagged that because like Tria Might has the spirit bomb, which I'm like that becomes such an intrinsic move mm-hmm. to these films. But yeah, you're right. It was definitely one of them that we realized. All right, well, this here's the formula going forward, and by God, we have a formula. Yeah, this one's biggest shakeup to it is adding Super Saiyan to the formula, which, even though I know it's not technically the real Super Saiyan that happens in this film. It kind of is. The Super I mean, it Saiyan. Is, it is titled, like, what? Son Goku the, the Super Saiyan in Japanese? Something or like Su- that, yeah. Dragon Ball Z yeah. Super Saiyan Son Goku is the Japanese name. Yeah. So, yeah. Technically, what's <laughs> fun about this is this film came out before the episodes of, the, of Dragon Ball Z where Goku goes Super Saiyan. So mm-hmm. this is the first on-screen, like, in-motion representation of Super Saiyan. The biggest thing was, like... They did not have an official colorization for the form. I can't remember. I think the manga chapters might have come out by now. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think they were. I think they came out like 10 That's days right. they, after like, the movie. Toriyama basically told them his ideas for what Super Saiyan looked like. And this is the debut of Super Saiyan. Which is why it's like, you know, Goku, you can't see his eyes, which is not what it's like in Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. And his hair doesn't really change color. No. It sort of looks like if you took what he looked like in Kaioken... But just upped it and turned, and put the, the hair aura up. from red, yeah, and then changed the aura from like red to yellow. 
Yeah. Which they got that right, which I wonder if Toriyama already had that in mind, but just hadn't decided on the hair and shit. He hadn't he hadn't decided he didn't want to color Goku's hair in anymore. Yeah. Well, what I find interesting about the hair being up in pseudo-Super Saiyan is kind of what the fan base has <laughs> labeled this form. Mm-hmm. Um, is that the hair is up, but it's not like it just stands up. It's more like the energy flowing up perks it up. Yeah. Like, Goku's hair is always in motion during this. Which would obviously be a lot more production time if you were animating this for a show. Um, but works in this movie context. Although they don't... I, I guess they don't really use... Super Saiyan for very long. I know we've jumped the gun a little bit, like we kind of jumped over some of the other stuff, but we might as well talk but about it. But also, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this film fucking sucks. They, I mean, there are some yeah. there are some bits, like like Piccolo ambushing a guy in a clothing store was fun, but... Um, I would say, yeah, but the, my favorite fight in this is probably Piccolo versus that big guy. Piccolo probably gets the best showing in this film. She, she gets one of the best showings she's ever gotten so far. She hits two dudes and knocks them out. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets knocked out Chi-Chi right afterwards. Actually but, oh my god, Chi Chi like, was in there. Six seconds. Yeah. yeah. I was like, my note, I think my notes are get it, Chi Chi, and then, oh. God, dude, the music no, was so yeah. bad during all that part, though. Holy it's shit. So horrible. Like, ah. Oh. Uh, we're, harp- we're harping on it, but this movie's already extremely mediocre, and the music just was so much worse. It's like that's the was, then, <laughs> that's when like, the part when the guitar kicks out is just like mediocre lyrics. But I just have my favorite line when Chichi gets punched directly in the stomach by a guy, and Gohan goes, "Hey!" <laughs> and I just thought that was <laughs> super <Survival>. funny. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> moment of VO ever. God, oh one was a different time. Um, no, it is still, yeah, the, the actors were still discovering their characters, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, it's, it has its moments. But yeah, getting yeah, back. I was going to say, Goku mm-hmm. goes Super Saiyan for, like, maybe a grand total of, like, five minutes of screen time here, at most. Probably less, probably more like yeah. two minutes. It's really short. He goes um, Super Saiyan... Kind of fucks up Has Lord some Slug. of the worst choreography yeah. in the fight while yeah. he's yeah. Super Saiyan. Yeah, I mean the choreography Despite for this being... this movie is actually like god awful, mm-hmm. um, almost the whole yeah. way around. It's legitimately terrible. I mean that was the one thing I the Piccolo big guy fight. I can't even remember the big guy's name. Who cares? Um, Yo, that big fight man. had some fun choreography and especially just in the way Piccolo moved and was characterized in that fight. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's like, just like, good because yeah. Piccolo beats up a guy and it looks okay. Yeah, because like, it turns out we good. all love Piccolo here. Well, I love the way Piccolo flies in this bit, where he just kind of, like, lifts himself off the ground and just very casually is, like, dodging around with his arms crossed, like, mm-hmm. just kind of we standing sh- up You straight. know what, I'm gonna like, say, like, we should go this somewhat in order, because if not, we will, we will yeah, just fly all over the place. Right. You're right, you're right. And yeah. as much as I like jumping over the place, we eventually have to get to our fun villains of Wings, Metamacha, and Angela in some description. Right, it was Metamacha is the only one I remember. He's the big oh, one. they say his oh, name yeah. 500 times? They do. Yeah, Metamacha, they just keep name-calling, or name-checking. For they knew they had a they winner really with Metamacha, and they had to make sure you knew his name. That's true. I just loved hearing Metamacha talk, and I realized, like, oh, wow, the DBZA voice that they did 
for Meta Macho was just the same. All, all you learn <laughs> from the DBZA bit is the jokes they actually came up with, half of them are not even jokes. They're just what that happened in the actual show. Um, and the yeah. other half are, are things people somehow thought the actual show did. Like People are like, actually, Goku is just a bad dad. Is that's the that's what people took as the text, and not that no, there are just French cooler troops out there, um, <laughs> and no, Meta Mantra is just a weird little guy. Like, yeah, Meta Mantra's fucked up guy. Oh, I was gonna say too. Uh, all right, um, jumping back into order. Yeah, we're all right, doing jumping that. back. The, the ship, spaceship, the ship comes so the down. The land. troops plant yeah. and they claim this planet in the name of Slug, and all the crowd on all the townspeople laugh at him because slugs are stupid. Yeah, is literally a bit in this, and so true, true. I'm sorry. Yeah, (laughs) we also get Lord Slug being like, "Hey, how long is it gonna take to terra freeze the planet?" And when the guy gives him (laughs) not the most enthusiastic, well, the guy says it's gonna be ten days. The guy over his shoulder is like, "Lord Slug doesn't have that long." And then he hears Lord Slug go like, and he like turns (laughs) and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't want to remind you of your mortality." And Lord Slug murders him. Yep, good. And then the guy's like. It's going to take 10 days, and then Lord Slug murders him. Also good bit. <laughs> and then another guy is like, I can, I can hopefully do it. If I say three days, will you kill me? And he's like, no. He's like, it's going to be three days. And he's like, <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Which is one of the best comedic bits in this, because it takes the, you know, the bad guy murders his own henchman bit to just the biggest extreme. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, so then they go get the Dragon Balls in a maybe, like, 30-second long montage. After they see Gohan beat mm-hmm. up a bunch of things, and the heat, Lord Slug goes, that guy's got a Dragon Ball in his damn head. And yeah. <laughs> then just takes it. And then, for, I don't know what happened after that. Oh, no. He because just sort of, like... Bulma, like, because Bulma dr- lets spill the be- spills the beans on them having a Dragon Ball radar. Yep. Right. Really fucks that one up. <laughs> and then... The, the the B team or the, the fucking minions of Slug beat this shit out of Gohan, but have also the funny bit of fucking Metachan. What is it? Is it Meta, Meta Macha? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Puts his hat back on his head, then knocks him out, which is a good that bit. That was a good bit. Yeah. It's a good bit <laughs> right there. I want to just make sure we recognize it that they beat the shit out of Gohan, then put a little hat, his hat back on him, and then he just falls down, and that's funny. I'm bringing the good uh, bit counter up to two. And then Slug slaps Bulma's head and goes, just gotta read your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Which is always... I I just love that it's just... boop. We're gonna read your mind real quick, I'm that strong, and it's never not funny (laughs) to me now. It is a very good bit. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, uh, something to the effect in this scene too, is that I've noticed that Gohan in the movies, at least these two movies... Is much more willing to just go beat a motherfucker. Yeah, he's murdered which is several like the people. The worst in the character writing for Gohan. <laughs> 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 like of all the characters, like writing wise, Gohan and Goku feel the most off. Yeah, like, Goku's pretty close, but feels a little more like serious in the films as compared well, I to mean, the show. It's like it's like we're going back to the Dragon Ball filler. How do we know this is this is a filler episode? Well, I mean, does Goku feel kind of? Does the characterization of Goku feel off? Yeah, kind of. Okay, well then it's a filler episode. Yeah, it's like people misunderstanding Goku that aren't Toriyama, but not in the way that Super did, where they like ramped up how stupid he was. 
in this, they, uh, not to say Goku's, like, stupid, stupid, but they almost made him too, like, put together 90% of the time. Or just not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the biggest thing is that, like, Goku isn't enjoying the fight. He's much more like, I am the protector and I am here to fight uh, because I have to. I'm Superman. More so than, yeah, yeah. real Goku. Yeah, he's much more Superman-y in these. <laughs> oh, boy, we'll talk to, like, about the next one. Yeah, as opposed to Goku in the films, or in the show, where he's like, you know, I fight for the thrill of it and to face strong opponents. It just so happens that that also means I defend the Earth. And I'm also a good person. Like, I'm not just like a bloodthirsty fighter. Mm -hmm. I mean, I enjoy the fight, so... Mm. Fighting is a sport for me, but also, like, when push finally comes to shove, if it seems like somebody who wants to destroy the Earth is a serious threat, I will start taking it seriously. It's a win-win. Um, like, Goku doesn't have a yeah. fun fight when he fights Majin And I Majin don't understand things. It's like a fun fight yeah. for him. He's like, this is a serious fight to be very serious about. But, like, when it's a fight, when mm. it's like, hmm, we can, like, enjoy this, or, like, there is something, like, I'm, we're not, you know, everyone has sort of been evacuated, things have changed. It's sort of just like, well, okay, now it's like, it's a good time for me now. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, in Goku in this is much more suit, which I know this also comes from the early dub era of Dragon Ball Z. So it, like the early dub era of DBZ really did try to make Goku more Superman like to make him more appealing to a Western audience. Even with his father, the brilliant scientist. Yeah. I mean, that was like a constant push by them. And like Sabbath's even acknowledged that as being like, look, we had to like lean into something that we thought would make this more palatable to a Western audience. And by like really leaning into the similarities between Goku and Superman and adding more, Mm -hmm. uh, we could make this a more packageable thing. It's the same sense of like, you know, the classic Pokemon jelly donuts bit. (laughs) This is like the era where, yeah, this is the era where like you had to change some shit to get executives in the U S to air your dub. Man, the otherwise they'd be like, change. "Why are we airing this Japanese cartoon?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was also like, yeah. Um, but is this? I would even still mm-hmm. say these the way they're written, the way they're presented. I feel like they didn't have to change as much for these movies to hit that note because that's very much how Gar- how Goku's characterized in here. Yeah. Um, and then Gohan is yeah much more of a fighter in this which that is literally that is the opposite, the opposite of his character of, yeah. that's not an english dub problem that's just a straight up that's how the story is written without dialogue yeah that they have gohan fucking like put on his uniform piccolo gave him and go fight the the bad aliens <laughs> like gohan would not want to do that fight if anything's gonna go find his dad first hmm that is very true well is this now we're terraforming or- earth What's up? Yeah, this is where they reveal why they're terra-freezing the planet. Uh, no, they hint at it earlier. Was Gohan kicks a dude in the head, and he looks at the sun and goes, ah! Ah! and like, like falls down. <laughs> and uh, then they're then they all wearing helmets, and then he's they say they're terraforming. They and it's just because they like it being cold and less sunny. Okay. That's do it. we want to do we want to talk yeah. about their ultimate goal for the planet? Make it cold and less sunny? No, they're turning it into a spaceship. Oh yeah, that's right. Like that's what they <laughs> did. Turn it into a that's how they got here. Well, they you still have the old one. <laughs> well, they have the ship that was on the planet because, like, the big meteor was basically it, it was like the a previous planet. planet. So, like, it becomes a planet cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'm assuming their spaceship is basically just a big ass thruster. Yeah, I guess. And terraforming equipment. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really uh, not like, terraforming. Gonna, it's yeah, terra, terra freezing. freezing. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, I'm if you're gonna knock it out of you orbit, you should be fucking sorry. But if you're gonna knock it out of orbit and out of the solar system, the freezing's gonna take care of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what if it, it was cold already? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then you wouldn't it's have too to hot for my taste. Then the vacuum of space wouldn't have to work so hard. You're right. I was being like, inconsiderate. Exactly. God, I didn't even think about this double feature. The sun is an oddly important element. It's an oddly <laughs> important in the last few two, I thought, wasn't it? Like, the dark... Like, I think Goku might have mentioned pulling energy from it for one of the spirit bombs. I think it's this I'm one. I'm not sure. Well, he definitely does on this one, but I can't remember if he also said something about it in one of the older movies. I don't know. Basically, yeah, Gohan goes to try to fight these aliens, gets his ass beat, they get the Dragon Ball, then there's a montage after they get the Dragon Radar to get the rest of the balls, and Lord Slug wishes for immortality. Not immortality. He know, or eternal not immortality, youth. Eternal youth. Please. Because he knows what the Dragon Balls are and how to use them. He gets his wish because Lord Piccolo. Um, cause we're rehashing yep. some of those plot. But beats. he doesn't blow up Shinron this time, so you know progress. Exactly. Um, and this is now the stage is set for Goku's like return. Mm-hmm. Um, but first we get Piccolo coming in to fight some of these enemies before anybody else does, which. There's a there's one really good shot here when Piccolo shows up, which is just like, you know, Gohan's still getting his ass beat by all these people apparently over all this time. If I'm remembering right, uh, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Gohan has like um, escaped for a little bit and, and come then back. come back to fight, and and then just like is After just fighting like a million reason. soldiers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when Piccolo's like, "It's me, Piccolo." Yeah, which. There's, like, floodlights coming off of their space engine. Yeah. Their thing. thing, yeah. Uh, Piccolo's, like, silhouetted against him, and he, like, grabs one dude by the throat and just yeets him, like, a football field away into one of the lights to reveal him. Yeah, and it's sick and as shit. And I was shit. like, this is a... Yeah, Piccolo gets some great entrances in these early films. Piccolo will kind of get pushed more to the background as the films go on, as his role... As Vegeta, is in the by Vegeta. center stage. Yeah. Yeah. As Vegeta yeah, ascends say, to the throne. Yeah, basically his role in these films, uh, similar to his role in the show, will be supplanted by Vegeta more and more as Vegeta comes in. Um, but Vegeta has yet to appear in any of these films. Cooler's Revenge, or The Return of Cooler, is the first film that Vegeta appears in. Um, but yeah, Piccolo comes in and he gets to have the first fight against the minion team because that's also his role in these films. Yes. Of the time. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and he usually gets the sicker fights in terms of choreography, honestly. Uh, well, yeah, because would, he's allowed I to brutally murder the next film. Um, I, will I actually like his fights in the next film, but I, we'll get yeah. there. One second. Before um, we go on, let's describe, we gotta, we gotta describe our, our minions of the week. Our minion of the week. All right. Week. We got, going off the top of my head without any picture reference, we I, got I, Blue Long Hair Man? Yes. Okay, Blue Long Not Hair Man. Not Blue Long Hair. He's Yellow Long Haired Man. But Shit, he's blue, Yellow Long Hair. He's Blue Skinned. Okay, that's what I meant. Blue, blue skin, yellow long hair. We got big fat bastard. What's his special ability? Guy. What's what's his special ability? He's what's got the, stretchy arms that he burrows underground. Yeah, there you go. Like a goddamn dug dug. Yeah. 
then we got the big wide orange guy that Bill beats the Everlink shit out of in in a uh, in a clothing store. Yep. His, his special his power wings. is getting his ass kicked. True. Then we got Powerful. weird He's fucked big. up gremlin man that makes like Mega copies monster. of himself that jumps onto people and sucks their energies out and then jumps back onto him and he absorbs the energy. Yeah, that's our three. He's he's a weird one. He's like the most unique one. He produces little children that jump off him and suck energy out of people and then reabsorbs it. Mm. He's fucked up. He's a little fucked up guy. (laughs) Yeah. To establish the blue man with the long hair and the horns who is pretty, his name is Angela. Yeah. Angela. Angela. Yeah. Angela. Yeah, something like that. The big guy with the wings on his back in the dub is literally named Wings. Perfect. That is his <laughs> name. Wow. Yeah. Apparently his Japanese name is Dora Dabo. It's not as good as Wings. But in the dub, he is, he is Wings. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't... Which I don't think everyone say these characters' fucking names, really. Yeah. They Except do for Metamacha, like who they keep saying. Yeah, Metamacha, Metamacha exists guy and has too many names. makes fucked up little guys. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Who absorb energy and honestly is the most interesting in terms of choreography. Or not choreography, in terms of power set. Yeah. yeah. They do not do much with it. Yeah, but. Wings has no interesting power. He's just a big guy. And Angela has stretchy arms, which, to be fair, are just the fucking Piccolo powers. And we already yeah, got two people somehow, in this film that can do that. Yeah. Yet somehow Wings and Piccolo have the best fight in this film, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, I'll be honest. Not, not, that's not a high to be bar. yeah, not to be nice and good or good them. It's only cool. The best part about that fight is just Wings tries to punch him. He catches his fist and then breaks his fucking hand and blood shoots out of it. And that's the best part mm-hmm. of it. Yep. And then breaks his arm. Yeah, and then breaks his arm. <laughs> like, that's pretty sick. And no then it's fair. Like, oh, I here's Gohan's time. Yeah, here's Gohan's time. Yeah. It's just meta matcha, just like. It looks like he's <laughs> no, pulling out bodies him. key blasts from his back, like it's like uh like grenade he's throwing. Mm-hmm. And but it's just a key blast, but he just throws them like he's pulled them out of his back. It's the weirdest thing. And then he's like, "Round two is me just making little guys out of me. Get here they come, and then they come and suck his energy <laughs> out." Yeah, this Gohan sucks. Basically, Gohan steps up just to get his ass beat. Yeah. The only person who gets their ass beat harder and quicker is Krillin. Lamau. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. Yeah. Goku flies in after... You know, Piccolo flies in to try to save Gohan after he murders Wings. Because Wings is out pretty fast here. Yeah, I mean, the um, fight we said is when he and they, breaks his arm, and that's the fight. And then Wings is like, why don't you join us? Here's my hand. You can come help me up. And then Piccolo puts his palm up to Wings' <laughs> face and blows him off. up. Yeah. Which is cool as shit. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Piccolo is just here to be, like, stoic and cool yep. <laughs> in these films. Um, And that's fine. That's perfectly within character for Piccolo. If you're just going to pick one thing and, like, emphasize it for a short amount of time in a film, mm-hmm. you might as well. These films are very focused on the fight scenes, which is why it's disappointing that the fight scenes in Slug suck. Yeah, the, the fight, the, like, it's like a four, 20 minute long fight scene. They're terrible. <laughs> it's like watching oh, yeah. a Marvel film. <laughs> um, <laughs> Woo! Here comes Chase with the fucking bangers, but not yeah. inaccurate. Well, so Marvel mm. films are longer, so at least there's better parts than the 20 minute long fight scene or 10 minute long one they had. It's just just god awful. 
riff cool. to Black Panther for having their best fight scene ever because the last one in Black Panther 1 was a CGI fest with trains and it was like probably one of the like worst things people had seen Marvel ever put out. Yeah. Rip to them. But at least they actually have a a good plot behind it unlike <laughs> Lord this Slugging. fucking actual garbage <laughs> tier plot that I could shit out if you really wanted me to in like an, like a weekend. Like legitimately a weekend. I think I could do it. I'm pretty sure that's how long they spent writing this. Yeah. Well, it couldn't have been but, that hard, because this movie's just crisp, this just fucking Tree of Might again. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, it's like, the, fairly it's certain beat for point, beat. They cr- no, they cranked out these movies so fucking fast. I have a feeling that, like, it was 90%. Just the writing room was, here's the formula, just plug in the shit. What was the turnaround time on this again? Was this one one of the, one of the ones they did in, like, six months? It might have been. Well, I'll look it up. Y'all keep talking. Yeah, you yeah. look it up. Go ahead. Talk. Yeah, this is when Goku finally steps in. With and Goku Krillin. Just, yeah, with Krillin. Krillin's there. Goku Krillin is very there. quickly. Yeah, Goku very quickly makes short work of Metamacha and Angela. Yeah, he just um, does the stoic, I'm here. What the fuck's up? Y'all, and, y'all should leave. Yeah, y'all We're should not leave. Leaving. We're not leaving. Go on. And then they attack okay. him and Goku doesn't do anything flexes they die uh, they, this yeah, one was is made it in good? Like nine months yeah it's pretty good <laughs> it's not it's fine it's not bad it's funny um, when Goku picks up Metamacha by like grabbing him with his feet and then does like a front flip and just throws him into a rock and explodes the guy goes that guy's pretty tough and Slug's like that guy's power's off the charts or whatever just Slug yeah, has yet to appear funny. in the film at all and <laughs> no uh, that's not true he's been sitting there eating whatever that jar of pills is next yeah he's to him. eating pills which I don't think they're supposed to be pills but they're just pills my I mean, man's yeah, just, they are just eating steroids a bowl of pills. my man's eating the, the fucking Dr. Mario pills <laughs> um, going crazy, and yeah, Goku flexes and kills everyone. Uh, but it is funny because I like it when Metamacha's like, "Here I go," and he just gets punched once, and the guy goes, "Metamacha," and I just love hearing the guy go, "Metamacha," <laughs> because that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but yeah, I did, yeah, that was another poor characterization thing I wanted to point out in this film is that Goku just fucking murders people in the movies. <laughs> Yeah, Goku. Yeah. Do you do you remember what he does there is to Angela? No mercy. Uh, yeah. I don't remember if I have a note. He, he, what did he, do? he, gra- he Angela shoots a mouth beam, and Goku just shoots a beam. Oh yeah, I remember. Goes that. back, goes into Angela's mouth. Angela's mouth blows up. Now remember, none of these characters explode or die inherently. So who knows if like Goku really killed them? But Goku is, there's no, like, joke bit to, like, blah, blah, blah. Goku just, like, wastes some fools. Which, honestly, I'm more fine with in this movie. Just because I'm like, we're going to get to that point anyway. So I'm kind of okay getting there. But there is mm-hmm. no, like, Goku. Like, it's just Goku has the biggest furled eyebrows. He's very upset. <laughs> mm. um, and then Lord Slug is like, it's my, I, hey, motherfucker. Yeah, I don't think Goku smiles once in these films. Uh, he does in... Uh, Cooler's Revenge when they go camping. Mm-hmm. That's right, that's right. But yeah, no, uh, and this is when Lord Slug finally comes out as he, I think, just disintegrates a bunch of his soldiers laying on the ground at one no, point. No, they're I running back up. Or blows them into up. The, yeah, to the he blows ship. them up as they're retreating. Yeah. And then just Goku's again, just like, he's got such big energy, and Krillin's like, I'm gonna <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs> Don't worry, well, Goku, I've got Lord this. Lord Slug walks out 
This is when Lord Slug walks out yeah. and he says, the if you've come to apply for the soldier jobs, use the side entrance. To which Goku's like, thanks, but no thanks. We're self-employed. Well, so good. Got him. Powerful. Goku to come out and say, I don't have a job. It's, it's rough. It's really rough watching these today, I've learned. I have, like, no time for mediocre dialogue or just, like, not quippy fun dialogue. I just watched Glass Onion yesterday. I was just in theaters to watch it. Oh, how was um, that? It was really good. Um, good, good. That's again, all I want to hear. Mis- again, the, those films, I will keep saying, when Knives Out films aren't mystery films. It's not what they're supposed to be. So please don't go in thinking you're going to Good, I wasn't expecting film. it. They're just a funny, they're a comedy. They're a fun comedy, uh, which is what that film was. Yeah. And it's like, the characters are like so oh, yeah, well written. Um, and you're nice coming here and like, this is their funny. bit. I'm like, bro, rough. I'm having a rough <laughs> one right now. <laughs> Knives Out does have just one of the funniest jokes in cinema. <laughs> it's just the first one when they're just sitting in the van, and he's just like, "This case, it's like a, it's like a donut, but there's a hole in the middle." But turns out the hole, like when he just like goes on that like ramble for yes. like <laughs> five minutes about what is the donut, and it just cuts from Daniel Craig doing this to fucking, <laughs> oh god, why am I blanking on her name? Uh, the actress next to him, who's just like looking at him, like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> like, this is rainbow. This has what a does that mean? Nobody's read that book. Not line, but uh, good Daniel Craig. I'm just going so fucking stupid. He's just <laughs> so stupid. It's right in front of all of our faces. But I was, we were too stupid, or we thought he was too <laughs> smart. Like, it's so funny. There's like a great lot, like a lot of like. Why are we? This man's so dumb. <laughs> like it's so good. Um, there's a, uh, no, it's, the, it's a lot the of more I, The more I see Daniel Craig in roles like this, the more I realize Daniel Craig it should also be on the list of unfortunately handsome actors who d- are like the funniest people alive, but don't get to do comedies because they're too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think because every time I see Daniel Craig in a comedy, which has only been like twice, he's killed it both times. I've seen it like a few times now. I think Logan Lucky, he's also very funny in. He's also very yeah. Good that's what Logan I was Lucky. thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, and Logan Lucky, he's like the highlight of the film, despite not showing up until like the last quarter of it. True. <laughs> he, just, he comes in and just proceeds to steal every scene that he's a part of, <laughs> half because you see James Bond's face and then hear the voice that he's doing in that film come out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but the other half because he's legitimately very funny. Yeah. He also, even before, like, he was James Bond, I don't think he ever just did comedies or, like, anything like that. Yeah. yeah. He's well, too hot. He's too hot. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, anyway, back to the film that we're supposed to be talking about. Goku's getting his ass kicked. Yeah, Goku gets his ass kicked by Lord Slug until he goes, quote-unquote, Super Saiyan, which we get King Kai's helpful just fucking barrage of exposition which will kind of be his entire role in just this last third of the movie for he some just reason kind of cuts in mm. she's like hey goku it's, i haven't been in here but, there but is, i'm oh, inserting myself right before goku gets his ass kicked there is a great moment where krillin like flies in to do his oh, punch God, right yes. we already kind of said that but krillin gets punched away with a single hit and as he's flying away as soon as his mouth is off screen a, a line that i'm sure is a dubism is Sonny straight throwing out a quick, he's all yours, Goku! <laughs> as he like, flies away. <laughs> Which is actually the best bit in this film. Um, and then, yeah, 
Lord Slug flies in and just beats the ever-loving shit out of Goku until he goes Super Saiyan. I will, I will say... Not say, Super mm-hmm. Saiyan. Yeah, not Super mm-hmm. Saiyan, but su- they call it Super Saiyan yeah. in this film. I do love that the, the um, fan community now calls it pseudo-Super Saiyan. There's a whole... Because we can never let things just be, right? We, it's just, since wikis have... Since the age of man has been invented, <laughs> we have decided to classify everything because it's not Super Saiyan... And because for some reason everything is like considered weirdly canon in Dragon Ball, we call it pseudo Super Saiyan, which is dumb. It is just Super Saiyan. Just it just is. It just is just it's shitty Super Saiyan. Yeah, it's just a shitty Super Saiyan. Yeah. Um, well, I almost think of it now as like the this is what we like the ultra instinct omen of Super Saiyan of just yeah. like you're half transformed. Mm-hmm. Well, the, an- um, the answer is, like, I don't call the Macbeth film with the worst Macbeth actor uh, pseudo-Macbeth. I'm like, not still Macbeth. <laughs> um, that's still Super Saiyan. It's just, it's just the worst adaptation of Super Saiyan we've ever seen. Because they had no idea what to even work off of. Um, mm. It's like, if someone else makes, like, God forbid, they have done it. Dragon Ball Super exists. They have their own version of what Super Saiyan looks like. Dragon Ball Z Super Saiyan... And Dragon Ball Super are different Super Saiyan forms, right? They look different. They're not the same drawing. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So like this isn't different than that. This to was me. This, this is literally like a, a interpretation rough sketch version yeah, of Super or, Saiyan, or it's just it's just a different like, interpretation because it's a yeah. visual media. Well, it it's hard like, to say. It's hard to like do that, right? Well, this is yeah. yeah. And I am looking at the trivia now. This did happen before Super yeah, Saiyan right? was shown in the manga. So to me, this is very much the rough draft yeah. of Super Saiyan. This is just someone yeah. going like, oh, he kind of gave us like, this is someone, this is what happens if someone actually had written Dragon Ball Z instead have drew it. You could get this interpretation of someone going, oh, this is what I think Super Saiyan actually kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. Because like, that's what they mm-hmm. got. Instead of us all having the, you know, the actual, this is what it's going to look like. I'm the core creator. This is how I interpret it to look like, you know. Now we have someone who's like literally someone wrote the book of Dragon Ball and was like, "Hey, here's my interpretation. Here's my one page note of what a Super Saiyan should look like. What do you draw it?" And that was someone what so I think that's what it look like, which is fun. That's I think that's cool. But it sucks mm. that he just beats the shadow Lord Slug. Then Lord Slug's like, "I'm gonna get bit." After getting his arm cut off, he Lord Slug <laughs> reveals himself to be a Namekian, which we all realized. My God! My God! The big green man's a, N- a Namekian, and then he regrows his arms. It was cut off in the fight when he went, and then. Goku at that point loses the Super Saiyan power because he just just looked at him. <laughs> it was like, wow. Yeah, I, he just kind of crazy. turns it off and never does it again. Yep. But to be fair, Lord mm. Slaw's jug or jug, his fucking jaw is very impressive. So I can yeah, see it's why an I extremely thick chin. Yeah, I was looking at him and I was like, oh, is this like part of the inspiration for how Orange Piccolo ends up looking? Again, Maybe, Lord, Lord Slug's backstory is the most cool part of this whole film. He's a super Namekian. Yeah, a lost yeah, tribe of Namekians. That were just so strong, they had to be banished with the dragon. Yeah, this that's is what OG cool Piccolo idea. was. What? You think this is what, like, OG Piccolo was, the nameless Namekian? It could be. I mean, this isn't canon, yeah, so, I, like, I mean, no, obviously, but, like, yes, but still. Been... Indulge yeah. me. Indulging it, I would could see that. Like, I feel like that would make sense then why he was banished, why he had enough of an evil side that he felt the need to expend it. 
just and why how strong Piccolo is mm-hmm. once he you know forms back with Kami. Because uh, he's substantially stronger than the rest of the Namekians. Yeah. By a country mile. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I just, I just kind of like the idea of, like, these are Namekians. This Namekian is just... Uh, they're just super strong. And then they just... <laughs> because they were so strong, they were just kind of assholes. And like, get out of here, you assholes! We kicked them off of the planet. Now, how do yep. they do that to the bra- to the bunch of super strong Namekians? Don't worry about it. They wished them. We wished them. <laughs> yeah stop asking so many questions and, and then they just the became like intergalactic roamers who space fight pirates. all the time yeah space pirates which okay like cool turtles. and then this one is the last lord's look is the last super namekian ever to exist who is just so old now and then he just wishes to not be old and now he's, and he's just really strong because he was a super namekian which is eventually this is what piccolo becomes just but normal style <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm but you know, yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Pretty much. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know why they. I. I thought that was cool. I was like, this is just a fun. Like the world is big and interesting. They'll eventually get rid of all that this stuff, and again, the world becomes small and and tiny in Dragon Ball World. But for this split moment in time, there's a fun idea of Namekian pirate super soldiers out there that I'm like, <laughs> that's cool. That's all right. For a brief moment, we knew something. Yeah. Something better. We could once again explore the world of Dragon Ball and be filled with, this is a weird little thing that we could go on an adventure for. But hey, maybe one day we'll come back to weird little things we can go on adventures for. We've gotten thick-jawed Piccolo. Maybe he can become our space pirate. <laughs> God. That oh, that'd be, be so good. <laughs> we called for help. Piccolo's on the pirate ship. He'll be here soon. <laughs> thick-jawed Piccolo with a pirate hat. Anyway, Sickle-o. we gotta start talking about how they take down this bad Super Namekian guy. Yeah, this is when our Chekhov's gun finally comes back around, and we just have fucking uh, Piccolo comes in after... Oh yeah, he turns super big and chases Goku around and eventually gets him. Um, Goku's like, ah, ah, my spine, as he is in pain. He's getting grabbed as like a, a classic big man will do to you. He'll get up and grab ya. Yeah. This is when Piccolo comes in and starts pulling on Lord Slug's antenna, the weakness that was <laughs> always there. And then that's when the first, the he, first of the weaknesses to be used against the Namekians. <laughs> yeah, and this is when like Lord Slug drops Goku, grabs him, and Piccolo rips his own fucking ears off. Fucking so good. Horrifying. Yeah. Before yelling at Gohan to start doing that thing he was doing, <laughs> because Goku does not, or Piccolo does not know the word whistle. There's no word for it in the Namekian language. They haven't been so cruel. Yeah. And then Gohan, bleeding, dying on the ground, just starts whistling. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just like, dude. all right, I guess that's what we do. Yeah. Whistles, and it works. Because, because <laughs> why, Thomas? Why does it work so well against the Super because Namekians? Because Namekians have enhanced hearing, yeah. so Super Namekians have even more have super, super ears. Because he's so Because he's so big, right? He's so big, he's got the big he's ear so drums. Big. I don't he's know so how this works. <laughs> <laughs> this, no one does. What are you talking about? Do you know nothing of science? <laughs> yeah, do you know nothing of science, my friend? Uh, and this is the great moment of Piccolo dragging Lord Slug's arm to give a <laughs> sick high five to Goku, restoring all of his power. 
Piccolo, you can stretch your arm. Just do it. You can stretch your arm. <laughs> we just yeah, I do it. love. Yeah, he just keeps reaching, which we just had a Namekian doing stretchy arms throughout this film. So it's not like that wasn't there. It's so funny. But guys, what if he didn't have the energy left to do the stretchy arm? Then how did your hands for energy? Just stretch your arms. Uh, and now Goku becomes part Piccolo? I have no idea what this means. I don't means. know what this was supposed to mean. I don't understand. I'm once again lost, everyone. I'm that. lost. Well, I assume it's because he's like firing his energy or whatever is like what he's got. So it's just kind of like there's that bit of him in it. But uh, yeah, no, it's fucking stupid. Because I'm kind of confused... Because he goes, it's you, you're in him. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't understand. I mean, if they had, like, set up that maybe, like, I mean, if they had gone with, like, OG Piccolo being, like, a rival to Lord Slug, then he could be like, it's you, my old nemesis, back from the dead to kill me. Then I could see, like, this making sense, but that exists only in my head, so I have no idea what they're going for. I'm not really sure why they don't go with that. Uh, hey, because they, because they only had seven the... months to make this film. Fair. And then Goku goes above the clouds, charges a spirit bomb. Lord Slug no, he tries to chase him. King Piccolo's them for him first. He shoots right through his gut. Yes, he does he shoot does, right through his gut. He's, re- then... he's remarkably dry for doing that, too. Yeah, then he jumps up over the clouds so that he can pull energy from the sun to spirit bomb him, and that's the win, and that's basically the end of the film. Yay! Yeah. And Piccolo grows his ears back, and nothing of value was lost. After Yajirobe gives him a bean. <laughs> bean me, gives please. Gives him the old bean. They say bean daddy in the next bean. film. They do! They do say bean daddy, which is where we're getting to oh, now. Oh, God, what a coolers. much better film. Still not good, but much better. Yeah, this is, this is yeah, I would cool. say this is the better movie, yes. 100% agree. Yeah. And this is Cooler's Revenge. Not as good as Dead Zone. this... But no, better, dead so- yeah. but better than Tree of Might and Lord Slug. There we go. <laughs> yeah, somehow, yeah, Dead oh, yeah. Zone fucks. Final dead point. Zone was actually like a really enjoyable time. Final point before we move on. I will say we need uh, more city fights in Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah, I was because say, I the really coolest- enjoyed the go because the bits of the Goku uh, slug fight that as bad as it was, I enjoyed the setting and them like punching each other through like mall shops. It sucks that yeah, it literally like, can't happen anymore, but I agree. Yeah, like, Iguana Street looked so cool, like, with the neon signs against, like, the clouded it dark sky so cool. and the, like, gray cityscape. It looked amazing. It was a great environment for a, like, not great fight. Um, great, great environment. Yeah, this Shame is... about the fight. All right, moving on. Yeah. Cooler's Revenge, which this film, Cooler, the brother of Frieza, what? comes back to Earth after learning that Goku killed his brother uh, in order to take care of a threat, not because he really cared about his brother all that much. Um, Cooler arrives, injures Goku with his armored squadron, so the gang has to get some sensu beans to heal Goku. Uh, in the meantime, Piccolo takes on Cooler's armored squadron, which is, you know, our henchman for this film. Yep. Uh, then Goku gets his sensu bean, comes back, fights Cooler one-on-one, goes Super Saiyan, beats him, shoots him into the sun. And then Yay! off then the Frenchman returns, and then Piccolo's, <laughs> like, special beam cannon off-screen oh, kills wow. him, and then everyone's Snipes like, Piccolo, him from downtown. the end. <laughs> 
All right, first That's change accurate. at the top. This has the original Japanese score, and it is much better for it. Disagree. <laughs> No, I mean that's not wrong. Good, good. There's, there's this movie starts strong. Goku, it's cooler being like, let Frieza pick up his own mess. Therefore, setting up the fact that Cooler will die to his own mess. Mm-hmm. Good, good bit. Secondarily, good bit. What is this? Goku, what is this petard I'm hoisting? Yeah, Goku b- parting the sea like Moses, and then going, <laughs> "It's sick. I can do it again, but better." Is super funny to me, just because he's like. I blew the sea up. Like, I parted it with my Kamehameha. Everyone's like, that's fucking sick. He's like, I could do it even better. And everyone's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> After Namek, this man's a monster. This film has nowhere you can set it in continuity-wise. That makes sense, by the way. Totally fine. Don't care. Um, mm-hmm. But this film is actually impossible, I think, to do a continuity. The um, only way you could is that if Goku decided to be wished back to Earth. Yes. Yeah. It's the only that's, word that's the, if that's Goku the in the timeline. In essence, you could maybe say this is during the three years between when Trunks appears and when the uh, Juro and Android 19 arrive. Yeah, he, but they it, just it would did, be Goku oh, transmission around, right. back for like a weekend camping trip and then transmission <laughs> back to Dad, Yellow Dad, you're Rat. back! Not for very long, son. Not for very long, son. We're going camping! Like, that's <laughs> what happened. He's so funny. Um, but it's definitely not that because Goku comes back and can't, like, hit the super he can't hit the super saiyan dab he can't do it <laughs> he's a yet he does need some extra motivation to get yeah. super saiyan um then third good bit goku being like you have to finish your study and go on and everyone and being everybody like, thinks he's taking too many blows up. to the head yeah he's actually brain dead now <laughs> goku doing chores and housework chi chi oh no my husband's a vegetable yeah yeah. Just watching Goku picking yeah, stuff up, put it in a backpack. He's like, he's he's gone. My husband's gone. <laughs> I've lost him. Yeah, they ride that bit for longer than I thought they would. Same. <laughs> uh, but this film does open with the l- fucking Bardock father of Goku last stand because DBZ will never pass up an opportunity to use this until, you know, super happens. Until they get rid of it. It's not canon. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do love Cooler... I, I like this intro scene with Cooler because I feel like we get a lot of characterization for Cooler very quickly. Mm-hmm. And it it's he's not like his... I mean, he's like his brother, but he's not in characterization. He's much more stoic than Frieza. Yeah. He's much more like... Yeah. Because this whole reasoning for not killing Goku in his Saiyan pod, it basically boils down to, like, Frieza is a spoiled brat who's been enjoying this too much. If he's going to fuck this up, and, like, underestimate his opponents, it's on him. Yeah, he's even like, look, that could be King Vegeta on that pod for all my brother knows. Let him deal with this. Yeah. Um, and then we fast forward in time to Goku being like, yeah, finish up your studying, Gohan, and after writing this bit <laughs> for, like, a full two minutes, it's like, yeah, finish it up so we can go camping. Yeah. With literally everyone except for Chi-Chi. And then Chi Chi's like, Chi-Chi. "What do you what, what do you think is more important, Goku camping or homework?" And Goku's like, "Every father knows this. It's camping." To be fair, every father does agree with that. <laughs> um, this is true. Yeah, I was gonna say this is the most dad answer, Goku. Yeah, and been. once again, I'm back in the you know people aren't this ca- this is better characterization for Goku <laughs> than the previous movie so far. <laughs> oh yeah, no, this film actually does have a much better characterization of Goku when I think about it. He's still a little 
like willing to kill too easily i think mm-hmm. but this is a much better written goku yeah this this film has goku the, gets to be goofy this pro this film is a horrible problem of they know they can finish the film in 15 minutes and it's got to be 40 minutes long how the yep. fuck do we stretch this out and they oh, do the yeah. worst possible way instead of just giving us 20 minutes of Goku and the gang doing camping shit and me being okay with that. They're like, we're going to split it off into a Gohan Icarus fight and that's going to suck ass. And they were right. We're going to have 15 also, minutes of film, killer, 30, another this, 15 minutes of nothing, another 15 minutes of killer. This film goes the hardest on including Icarus in the plot. <laughs> Icarus fucks. They make Icarus oddly essential because, yeah. Well, they go on their camping trip. They're having a good time. Goku catches some fish. Go- no, Goku catches it's the great. one big fish that exists <laughs> in every river in Dragon yeah. Ball. It's a, the it's big a little fish. small. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. The fucking dinosaur but that, is, that is Earth. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when Cooler's Armored Squadron arrives on Earth to go scout out their competition. Oh, as Goku's also, away fishing. Which random point? Gohan has his tail back. Yes. Oh, yeah, Gohan has his tail Doesn't back. come up for whatever reason, it's just kind of back. He never turns into an Ozaru or anything, so it's not like they really do anything with it. They grab they it just, one he, time to be like, yep, now we can't fight. We grabbed his tail. <laughs> we grabbed his tail. Eh, <laughs> hey, just, just a random point. Doesn't, doesn't do anything, but it's there. Yep. Also, we don't know why they're called the Armored Squadron. They are just normal soldiers. Uh, because they're wearing less armor than Frieza's men. Because That's the Frieza's true. men they have two shoulder pads. Armor. Well, these guys only have one. Should we talk about Cooler's armored squad? Yeah, we got, it's, 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 it's the minion corner. Now it's up for Zack to go through yeah. every minion. All right, we got Big Green. We got <laughs> like Big this. Green, who's got who's green and has long black hair, and whose job is to be team killed by his own team. That's true. We it's got Dor, the rabbits. Thank you. We got the red guy, whose whose main ability is to have his head retract into his chest cavity, so his team killing team does not take off his head. It's niece or knees. And then we have the blue one, nice. whose job is to go. Hello, I'm French, <laughs> <laughs> and have a lightsaber that makes lightsaber. Yes, and he noises. has a lightsaber. The salsa blade. Does make lightsaber noises? He's French. Yep, it's Salsa, I He's think. He's French right? for no adequately explored reason yep. and not a great French not accent. Not a great French accent! <laughs> I just find it funny because his name is Salsa and they decided to make him French. Yes, I'm, but I am more happy with them going with the French accent. Oh, no. It would have been real. I, I could, especially this era of dubbing Dragon Ball, this could have been a hundred like different things. Go Spanish or Mexican accent, it would have gone real bad, real fast. It would not be like Diego Luna's wonderful, wonderful voice. This would have been something very racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I guess they went with a safer option. Who's Diego Luna? Diego Luna plays uh, Cassie and Andor. Oh! Andor and, yeah. I need to watch so that. It, I hear it's he, fantastic. He, he is also a, an actor in a film called Itu Mama Tambien, which, if you like films that don't really have much of a plot, that's what you're talking Man, about. Man, based on that title, that but sounds like, like right up my alley. It's a, a very, uh, I have a film degree movie to have seen. <laughs> what, what film is it? <laughs> um, Itu Mama Tambien. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah. 
Uh, it's like yeah, it's like you know, Diego Luna worked in like the Mexican film scene first before booking roles in Hollywood as well. He's a very talented actor. I can only do um, one or two. This is actually art films a year, probably. Have you already used those up? I haven't. Not this year. I've been pretty pretty lazy, to be fair. It's usually up to my fiance to do and that for me. On my, yeah. I floated back and forth on my opinion of E2 Mama Tambien. I think I didn't like it as much as I thought I, everyone told me I was going to like it. And maybe that's, you know, the setup there. But uh, it's not a bad film by any stretch of the imagination. It's super horny, as you can probably <laughs> guess by its name. So, like, just as a warning up top that it's, I mean, it's exploring sexuality and sex a lot. Like, that is, like, a very central part of the film. But just a, a warning as you're going in. Um, but back to this film. Cooler's Armored Squadron shows up. They strike a pose, making me it's think not as that good. every single uh, special strike force in the Cold Force slash Frieza Force slash Cooler Force is required to learn choreography to some degree. Really, all this all this posing did was cement cooler status as number two in the Frieza Empire because he even that's has true. his own worst shitty knockoff Ginyu squad. Yeah, that's two less people and not nearly as fun. Yeah, everyone <laughs> the Ginyu squad. We were, we were cool big and Ginyu weird. Force. Yeah, we were big Ginyu Force stands. I realized like everybody. How would you? How could you not? How be? could you not? They were just a breath of fresh air, but they worked so well. If you don't like the Ginyus, you don't like Dragon Ball. It's honestly, I can say that that's true. Um, But I love, yeah, Cooler's Armored Squadron shows up and we get a little bit of fighting with them before Cooler just walks in and just is like, tries to eye laser fucking Gohan. (laughs) Goku gets in the way, counterattacks to no effect. But falls into the water, and this is really the part to me that cemented Cooler as a very different yes. character to Frieza. One, how he was immediately like, I'm stepping in, we have a goal, let's get it done. <laughs> Absolutely like, he's fucking very not. much the professional. Yeah. And even then, like, he's not so arrogant about himself, at least in the beginning, that, like, he looks over, he sees them, like, all of his men are like, oh yeah, he's totally dead. And Cooler's the one to be like... If he could throw a counterattack like that after I hit him, he's alive. You need to go find him. <laughs> Bring me a corpse, Which is or like, we're not leaving. Yeah. Which is very much him admitting in that moment, like, yeah, I did not just insta-kill him. I am not that level. <laughs> or he is not that level. He's like, I can see how Frieza fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's some there's um, some good moments, I think, with Cooler just being, like, a Cooler analytical. But that also gets gets the problem of, like... Cooler is, like, a less haughty, over-the-top villain, so he's more just, like, a standard, actually smart villain, which, if, since this film is 45 minutes long, you don't get to actually deal with him being a smart, smarter villain. No, you don't, unfortunately. Yeah, it's like... This is the moment. A character like Cooler would make a better, like, TV arc villain than movie villain, because then you could actually, like, spend some time with that mm-hmm. and, like, explore that aspect Again, more. you could add... Stoic I think... villains don't work in a... Or even just a feature length, like if yeah, this was right, like an yeah. hour and a half. Or just, yeah, you yeah. Could, I feel like Cooler could just totally, like, again, Cooler could exist in the Dragon Ball Z universe and be totally fine. He doesn't, but it would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think he'd, like... He, a lot yeah. of people were... No, it was, like, a thing, like, the fan community was wondering after we went and made Broly canon, like, everyone was like, well, who would be the next DBZ movie villain we'd want to be canon? And pretty universally, it was Cooler. Cooler or Janemba, those are the two that you want... 
Yeah, Janemba has cool design. I think if they gave him the Broly treatment, they could do it. Like, completely change. Like, yeah, you yeah, get rid of the fact everything but the name who he is to make him. Yeah, to make him less, like, you know, a copy of Boo in motivation, but lean into his weird, cool looking powers. Yep. That could be fun. Um, I think Cooler would fit well, especially in this era of Dragon Ball where they're actually trying to expand the universe and make it feel a lot more lively. Yeah, mm-hmm. and with Frieza now being one of the top dogs in it Back for what they're play. doing next, you could definitely just drop a Cooler yeah. in there as, like, a here's someone you can talk to about knowing more about, like, Frieza's stuff. Here's someone you could talk to. Maybe Cooler's now a, a disgraced brother who was mm-hmm. flung from the throne by Frieza, and now he can, like, join the heroes as a, as a somewhat ally and, you know, do something That'd like that. That'd be a fun bit. Thank you, I try. That could be, I, yeah, I think... make him a kind of, like, like a Vegeta in the Namek saga sort of, <laughs> yeah. like, fit in. Like, he's working with them, but he's working with them. He's not with them. Yeah. We're not friends. We're just yeah. standing next to each other. I don't like you or anything, Baka. Could be interesting. <laughs> yeah. But back to this film. Yeah, they go out and they just fucking level an entire forest while Gohan hides Goku in a cave. God, they're really lucky um, they didn't get him. Otherwise, they would have a really hard time finding the body. Yeah, true. They bury him in Which rubble. No! <laughs> there is such a, a stupid fucking... Li- oh, yeah, wait, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. They bury him in rubble, which is when now they're... They're like, well, the cold, you know, Cooler's Armored Squad has scouters, or at least they're like 90% certain they will, which they do. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we can't just fly around, we can't blast shit, or they're going to find us. So Gohan has to use Icarus to get <laughs> to fucking... Yeah, that's right, we're making Icarus this, this part are we... Li- or I thought there was a bit before No, this is, this is the 20 minutes of the film. It is, they blow up the thing, they're like, then Gohan, Goku, Krillin come with a plan to use Icarus while all the Oh yeah, no, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes now, yeah. Sorry, and I thought Piccolo Reaver said before animals now. are sitting around them because they're the good yes. guys. Yeah, the the Disney princessification of Goku. <laughs> He's my favorite Gohan. princess. Yeah, which, yeah, it doesn't fit at all because Goku would devour this That's entire That's exactly what I... It's like, look, are the animals alright? So I can eat them? So I believe Goku wanted to eat Icarus. No, well, that's a DBZA about bit, Icarus, I think. Which, uh, the DBZA bit is that he is, that is the running joke in this film, in DBZA, is that he keeps wanting to eat Icarus. I thought in the first one he wanted to eat really... Icarus, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't, I know. He, no, he was on board with, like, so. keeping Icarus as a pet. I don't think he ever wanted oh, to try yeah, to eat sure. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it is the funniest bit in the DBZA version, is him just being like, I want to eat your dragon! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the running bit. Um, but yeah, Icarus takes off yeah, like a so goddamn go- jet plane. Yeah, Icarus can fly he really does. far. In fact, he's a big, strong guy. <laughs> he's a big guy. My big, strong Icarus buddy. <laughs> I fucking my, my little thing. pal. I fucking <laughs> wanted to die. <laughs> I love how much they lean into this awful character. Oh, I just love they're like they're like... All movie people are like, we're just gonna keep bringing Icarus back. I'm sorry, he's just, I just, he's just a little guy. <laughs> I, I want to say this is the last film Icarus appears in, but I don't. I believe you're right. I, I believe that. you are right. Yeah. This is the last one. Because well, the next film, they're on fucking Namek, but yeah. I don't know if they're gonna give him like a. If cameo. we watch some of the so. filler for Dragon Ball Z, he would appear in the Garlic Junior Saga, but that'd be oh, his last Lord. thing. 
Um, that would be the last actual visual appearance of the Lord and Savior Icarus. <laughs> such a such a weird character. <laughs> Any like the, Dragon Ball already has so many like mascot character type characters. Why did they make Icarus? Uh, because you can always use more. I no, no, you can't. But what if he asks? There's a limit. But um. Yeah, so they fly and they get the beans, which Yajirobe calls himself Bean Daddy, no, he, which is he, funny as shit. He says, I'm the Bean Daddy this week, mm-hmm. which means Corrin also calls themselves <laughs> Bean off. Daddy when it's his week. So, yeah. Bean Daddy's the title of He Who Holds Beans. Oh, they're fucking dynamic. We right. need more Corrin and Yajirobe. We truly do. They're very fun. Oh. That is one of the more fun character dynamics in this film, is just watching Corrin and Yajirobe bicker for a bit. <laughs> Though I do love, like, Yajirobe hands him a giant bag of beans and then goes out of his way to hand him one more bean. Because <laughs> Just we have in to case. Set up this Chekhov's gun for no real reason. <laughs> yeah, if he just gave him um, the bag of beans, nothing would change. Like, yeah. if the beans weren't destroyed in the next couple of minutes here, uh, you've solved just, a problem that you've created. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't really get it. It is the epitome of we created this to create fake tension, even though it was never there. I wonder if I wonder if they planned a commercial break to be there. That's what it feels like. Also, it seems but, like um, whenever Icarus is given the Sensu Bean, he actually gains power. Yeah, like because he up. takes off again, and then they detect him on the scouter. He's falling yeah. so fast. Like this part's so all weirdly over the place. Because Icarus is like, I'm slowing down because I'm so tired because I've been I flew around the world literally, and then they're like, okay, you have a sensu bean. Uh, Gohan's like, I have a sensu bean, Icarus, and Icarus is like, yum, and then he just goes like a thousand times faster, <laughs> and all the the armored squadron is like, yo, what? My scouter's acting up, and they catch Icarus and therefore Gohan, and you're like, what? How did any of this make any fucking sense? Uh, uh, did. Don't think about it. Piccolo's uh, here now. Yeah, Piccolo's here now. Yeah, because this is when, yeah, Piccolo shows up and makes his cool entrance, because he always has to have the badass entrance and fight the minions so that we have a gauge of how strong they are. And I guess so the fight isn't over in, like, five minutes if Goku does it, <laughs> yeah. because as soon as Goku steps in, it's over. Um, But yeah, I like Piccolo's little fight here with the, the minions. The weird electricity power thing is so odd. Yeah, I don't know how that worked, but he did also fry that guy with it, so I'll allow it. It's pretty sick. <laughs> it's pretty sick. It's it's. And then Piccolo has his, like, in-the-trees fight with Salsa. Which, yeah, and Salsa has, like, an energy blade on his hand that he can make, like, with his power. Which, I always love that visually when Dragon Ball decides to bring that back for... Uh, Goku Black. Yeah, it was a god peering from a different universe. Saw that and thought, "Yo, that's sick." <laughs> that is kind of what happens. But yeah, Salsa and Piccolo are fighting, and then just the most classic was why Cooler's good. It's just like Cooler's like, "Leave it to me," and then just kills him. <laughs> just <laughs> doesn't actually kill Piccolo, yeah, but just like... boom, shoots him dead. Kills him <laughs> with a beam. Yeah, and you're like fuck. Pretty sure in like the same spot. It the is. Frieza shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But that is like, that is actually something I do like about Cooler in comparison to his brother is his attitude of like, you're taking too long, just walking in and killing him. <laughs> and he's not even like scolding them or anything. He's just like, we just don't have time for this. Uh, yeah, I like I it. I like, like 30 it, things I need to do today. Yeah, it gives it a, like, it has this like a nice effect. And if it was longer, I think they could play into it more is that mm-hmm. the minions are doing what Cooler says. And Cooler is just like around as like, oh, things aren't going well. Now I can appear. Um, yeah. And, like, the heroes cannot beat that. Not to get to defeat Cooler. Yeah, because they um, have more time. They could lean more into Cooler's angle. Because Cooler doesn't want to be here. He's here purely out of yeah. an obligation from, like, I'm sorry, somebody killed my brother. First off, it's about time. Second off, nobody does that to my family. I guess I need to go defend our honor. So he doesn't want to be yeah, here. Like, Goku def- doesn't want him <laughs> here. This is a chore. It's like, defend my honor and a little bit of an element of, like, look, if somebody killed Frieza, that's probably a noteworthy enough threat that I should deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it is very much, yeah, this is a chore. This is a mission. He has a goal, and he's going to get it. He does not want to sit here and be sadistic and take his time torturing people like Frieza did. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, he does not, like, sadistic. He is just a machine to some degree, which we'll play on later. Oh, 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 that movie's gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's also a line, sorry, when the henchmen are fighting Piccolo, one of them goes like, why is it this toad on his planet where he belongs? And the other guy goes, Fraser blew it up. And they're like, oh, right. right. <laughs> I remember In that, that exact delivery. It's, it's pretty good. That's a pretty good joke. It's, it was a good bit. I do like, um, uh, so, you know, they give the... They oh no actually all the beans are destroyed except for the one Gohan was given and then gives to Goku moment mm-hmm. passes cool great um, Goku wakes up I just love that he just like hours up kills Salsa <laughs> like yeah. doesn't even well, fight Salsa. Salsa well it's like Salsa punches him while he's talking to yeah Kula. it's a great he just moment keeps talking. And he just doesn't even react like. He doesn't even really acknowledge that Salsa's fist is in his yeah. face as he continues. There's like a slight muffling to too, as in because his cheek has been moved, and like there's a <laughs> fist in your face, kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Um, that he kind of like so talks good. for a second off, and he just like keeps talking, and it, it's just so good. And Saul's like, oh, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Mm. This dude's so buff. <laughs> good moment. It is very much that. <laughs> No, it's super, super fucking funny. Um, I just, I just like it because, yeah, and like he punches him, and even Saul's like, "Yeah, I got a good punch in." And then Goku's like, "You, you're attacking people just like your brother does." And Saul's like, "Oh, okay, well, I really <laughs> yeah, am weak Saul's here." Like, yeah, you do get Saul's reaction of like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then Goku just powers up, and Saul's literally gets embedded into the rock face. <laughs> And this will be enough to almost kill him because he'll come back at the very end of the film, like covered in blood, dying. Mm-hmm. Because that power up just like literally almost killed a man. Um, and this we get the I think I think this fight scene actually looks really nice comparatively to everything we've seen so far. I don't think it's like a great oh, yeah, fight, no, as in like it's not like, like wow, what a good back and forth. I just think it looks cool from like Goku fighting Cooler in his third form, or I guess you can say the base form of Frieza, or the Frieza guess, race, yeah. is technically their base form. I still don't really like how they... Because then he goes, this is actually my fourth form, where this would technically be your fifth form, if you looked at it, how, they, how they're supposed to look at it. Yeah. Um, so I, I hate all knows. of how they describe all this stuff. But um, 
before mm-hmm. it was fourth form. But both these fights are like I think actually pretty pretty much are pretty fun to watch. Like visually, I can see why people remember Cooler somewhat because when um, the first fight scene where they're both fighting, it's like oh this is fun, a little bit enjoyable, and then Cooler goes fourth form and beats the shadow Goku. I think that looks super nice actually. Yeah, it does. I also love when they bring Kaioken into this film yeah. because they kind of have that wispy energy to it. Yeah, yeah, the Kaioken that looks, looks good. really nice. Yeah, Kaioken looks really good in this film. Um, but Cooler straight up Moseses Goku at one <laughs> point. I thought that was great. Yep. Just punches him so hard in the water that he splits the fucking lake. A lot of Moses motifs really these nice. films we're learning. <laughs> yeah. A lot of Christ-like imagery with Goku. We do have to talk about the the Very, big fourth form in the in the in the room real quick, though. How do we feel about the cooler fourth form, the Frieza fourth form, the non-existent I, fourth form? Looks dumb. I like it. Yeah, it's dope. It's like it is so good. I think everyone likes this form, and that's the only reason they want cooler back, is because it's cool and it comes with a retractable faceplate. Is that organic? I don't know. It's so good. I'm going to say it is organic, and that's the coolest part about it. Um, <laughs> well, it, like all is. Because organic. if it, if he like, didn't all, have all the, the faceplate, it would is. actually look bad. But there's a moment with him just talking yeah, about face- it. It's like bad. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not a fan of this at all. And he's just massive. That's the best part. It's like big bulk. And we all, everyone, we can deny as much as we want sometimes. We love big men slapping meat. It's just what wrestling is about. Um, and this, if this ain't wrestling, I don't know what is. Uh, so I'm just here for big men sure, slapping me. we embrace it. Yeah. We're like, he powers up. And he's, he's like bulk. He's probably half. Goku's now half his size after being bulked out. Mm-hmm. And he's juiced. Uh, and he just beats the shit out of Goku base form. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, it is a very good beat. Uh, like when he like punches him, like he's like kicks Goku into like the lake they're kind of fighting on, and that he punches into the lake and all the water blows out of the lake yeah, around right. him as he's like punched so hard through it, it's blown him out. And then all the times Goku's like, I'm going Kaioken, you know, we're gonna fight now, and like speeds up where he disappears, but like Cooler just stays still and just hits him, just punches him anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And like it has all that fit, like that momentum you're actually looking for from Dragon Ball that I think Lord Slug totally couldn't deal with. No, uh, like that film couldn't make this one was like no we actually we have a good time actually dealing with like how momentum would feel and stuff um mm. it's cool a lot of dynamic entry kicks from cooler with his big old with his big old feet um and i just remember these being put in dragon ball fighters and being like damn dude cooler is cool Holy i would shit. love to main him and then i was like i'm not playing this fighting game anymore actually but you know amount- we talked about the like momentum and all that yeah this this movie had a one two three four like four month turnaround between Damn. Slug and Cooler's Revenge, March 9th to July twentieth. Damn. Oh damn. So I wonder, I wonder how they split that. I don't fucking know. It seems like more time went into this one. It certainly the does. And this seems a lot more quality. Yeah. And we get the Super Saiyan transformation after Goku gets his ass. How are we mm-hmm. feeling about has, yeah this one? Well, they keep doing the motif in this one of like Goku representing life to some degree because he's always like surrounded. Well, by he's a fucking ne- necromancer. Yeah, because in this one he like has the bird that like falls over and dies next to him, and he grabs it. He turns Super Saiyan, and it's alive again. 
um, somehow transferring some of his Super Saiyan energy into it, and then they do the shot. <laughs> the, like, looking down at Goku, Goku looking up as a Super Saiyan shot that was really big, and, um, fucking, you know, the series itself, <laughs> like, the actual show. Yeah. I, I think this one's yell is particularly lame, and then not actually showing the transformation is kind of lame. Yeah. yeah. They cut away too much of rocks floating thing. and then falling down, and it's like Goku yelling fades out, and then Goku, they cut back to him, and he is now, the bird is now alive, flying away, and he is Super Saiyan. You're kind of like, oh, okay. And the thing, like, this is the second time we're going to see Super Saiyan ever, right? Like, for, like, the general audience, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is it? Bro. Apparently. Yeah, bro, what happened out mm. there? Um... But it's a great moment when Cooler punches Gohan in the abs and nothing happens, though. Respect that. <laughs> mm, Goku in the abs, you mean? Oh, yeah, sorry. Cooler punches Goku in the abs and nothing happens. But, uh, and then he goes to the Goku move, blowing up the planet. Yeah, the classic maneuver. <laughs> it is very much a, like, yeah, we're just gonna fucking fuck it, let's blow it up. After doing uh, a long laugh of getting punched so hard, you start laughing a lot because it's, like, super funny. <laughs> yeah but he does basically be like i figured out how to fucking just like build up my energy way faster than my brother did yeah you fool so, i've I, caught you napping uh, once again i do like it when yeah goku's like i'm gonna take this like whatever blast he's about to throw at me and i'm gonna like no sell it and then he just like is above him charging the giant death ball and is like i got that new fashion my brother dumbass like oh so i've made a mistake being a little prick yeah goku, goku's <laughs> like shit actually <laughs> um oh this could be bad time to catch it like i always do <laughs> mm-hmm. he does and then kamehameha is it he back does. he catches it throws it back yep. shoots a fucking cooler into space to which cooler sees the sun and he's like yeah. maybe i should just blow up the sun and kill everything in this whole fucking solars wait hold on it's getting closer oh no <laughs> realize yeah, he's been shot into the sun, and he's like, "Shit, I made the same mistake as my brother." Yeah, he like that's saying it was him. I've been hoisted by my own petard. It's been nine years. It's been twenty years coming. Twenty years. It's pretty good. Have we had a villain blow up a sun before? No. Hmm. We've had the moon blow up. Yes, and several the moon's planets. the moon's natural moon's natural enemy of the yeah, Dragon Ball yeah. characters. After they hit him <laughs> in the sun, the sun just kind of goes out for a second and then comes back on. So would this be the longest Kamehameha ever shot from Earth to the sun, like recorded in Dragon Ball? Because uh, like we see we, the we, end of we see several yeah, sh- like shoot off sh- the planet at some space, point. Yeah. yeah, but we don't see those land. It's like a gunshot. There's a natural dissipation over time, but Goku's like, yeah. "No, I'm keeping this going. This one is going." <laughs> um, I will put out uh, for best shot is when Goku do- goes for the massive Kamehameha, and Cooler just goes through it and then pops down yes. to the top and then punches that him was in the a face. Good one. Oh, that shit is so, is good. so good. Uh, like one of the all-time best like negations because Goku's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" And then just <laughs> he just pops out of the Kamehameha, and just whack, and punches him. And it's great. Um, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good the overall enjoyable movie. Definitely was felt bad watching it still after watching Lord Slug because Lord Slug was like not great. Better than Tree of Might yeah. though. Lord Slug was better than Tree of Might. 
Maybe. Like better than Tree. Tree of Might is probably my least favorite of the Maybe. six we've watched yes. now. If we're counting, yeah, the special is a movie. Yeah. Uh, Bardock, Father of Goku wasn't that great either, honestly. No, that was... <laughs> we We just found a way to talk about it talk around the movie and yeah cool, cool the stuff around the movie were not the movie itself we were just like dude isn't it cool that like the saiyans gave up part of like their structure society because they're glory yeah it is cool oh but what the stuff where the film's actually happening oh, it's, it's like whatever it's okay but what if we talked about anything else yeah what if we, <laughs> yeah, what if we well, talked around this um did Krillin do anything in this movie? I actually just need to like double check besides uh, getting his ass kicked. Did Krillin actually do anything? No. He okay. dug he dug Goku out of the rubble. Okay. Alright, cool. And so then had to relocate them when he fucked up and fired off an energy blast at something. Okay. I was just wondering. Or maybe it was Gohan. One of them fired an energy blast and they had to move to the cave of animals. Yeah. But that was yeah. about everything Krillin did. Oh, poor Krillin. Pour one out for the caster. <laughs> Just always there. Never loved. <laughs> At least he gets to be in a movie. That's true. And like maybe <laughs> poor you know, Tia Yeah, they literally get to be Tian literally is in Tia He's he's now taking a backseat to these world ending events. They, don't they even didn't invite him out to the camping. They yeah. They didn't invite Tian and Yamcha to the meteor blowing up and slug. Nope, they didn't invite him out to the cookout. <laughs> I don't think Tien would have yeah, gone. No. They've kind of been ostracized. I think Yamcha would have gone. Yamcha would, definitely would have gone, and that's why they didn't invite him. And then this film ends with fucking Salsa getting up. shot by a special bean cannon from downtown. from downtown, and then Piccolo drinking some water out of a little, like, waterfall thing. Hole. Yeah, out of a hole, um, and then the, the film me. ends. If I may read the last yeah. sentence of the plot summary... Goku, drained after his victory, is found by his loved ones. They celebrate and search for Piccolo when Salza reappears and prepares to kill them. However, Salza is unexpectedly killed by Piccolo. Gohan yells out for Piccolo, who is nowhere to be seen. Piccolo, having recovered, drinks some water and gazes skyward. Scene. I mean, how else would you end this perfect film? <laughs> In the most, like, non-sequitur way possible. Oh my god, this, this uh... And then it goes has a sick music. Yeah, the sun. Don't you know the Dragon Ball sun? I can learn more about the sun if I click this link. It powers Goku like Superman. (laughs) The sun helps him kill his enemies. (laughs) He's he's just like me for real, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We all know the only there's only one shonen anime boy like all shonen anime fans, and his name is Denji. There you go. Did you ever watch <laughs> yeah. the um the one who wants to touch Tinny? Yeah, true. <laughs> one of us, and then touches Tinny and is like, "Oh, it's kind of disappointing." This is all right. <laughs> Gives the this is all right sentence, which is so funny. Contemplates his yeah. death for the next day. Everyone, please watch Chainsaw Man. <laughs> it is it is better than these four movies, though. I think it you is. can at least enjoy Dead Zone. What about World? We're forgetting about World Strongest. You can at least World enjoy Strongest? Dead Zone. World Strongest was alright. It, right. it was not like Dead Zone's definitely the best of these, at least for me. But I did enjoy 
world's strongest, which I feel like we kind of have to because that's our fucking podcast name <laughs> comes from that. I don't have to, I'm like, shit, but, you know this about me. <laughs> yeah, world's strongest had some of the better like character writing in it. So you're saying you don't want to change the best character writing for the game. So you're yes. saying you don't want to change the name of our podcast to the Armored Squadron. <laughs> no, I mean that'd be I kind of funny, hate you, no. but not as catchy. <laughs> <laughs> When we start, we, yeah, should, we should uh, just make a, even every time we watch a movie, just change our podcast to the worst film we've watched. Oh, God. <laughs> well, then our fucking podcast would just be called, what, what the fucking, uh, Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle forever. No, people love that movie. That film's the good one. <laughs> Fools. Fools! Yeah, no, that film fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't know about that. It was fucking wild bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Apparently people just like it, I don't know. Not me. Yeah, they're wrong. Oh, shit. They're allowed to like it, but they're just wrong. <laughs> but I will judge them harshly. Yeah, because they're dumb. Wow. And I hate them. It's so rude, dude. <laughs> but I think that's... Yeah, I mean... Probably gonna do it for this episode, unless we No, I think we can. I think thoughts. we can sit out here for a couple minutes to talk about how rude that was. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I think that this is an off podcast kind of. No, I'm a I'm a mad man who's gonna bring this online only. Okay, well I'm gonna go some now. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need is the whole internet in on our our drama. Yeah, I want to make the internet a worse and more hateful place. How can I do that with a finally? Podcast? Hey, this Very is the easily, yeah, how can probably. we make this happen? This is the setup for my new podcast drama series. Um, the quiet part loud. There it is. That's what it, it's a new hit. Kate Jordan. Quiet place. Jordan Peele's podcast thing he created. I yeah. Horror I show. Know. I haven't watched it. What's like about that? I, it's literally just hmm. a description of that. It's about cool. The internet being me. Uh, it's like what if it? Uh, uh, it's I believe the consen- the idea for this is what if an alt right radio host made a deal with a demon to spread more hate and misinformation so the demon gets stronger and therefore he can stay more popular because he made that deal with him. Hmm. And I think it's all an allegory for online hate. I have not watched a single thing from it yet because I don't listen to podcasts that much anymore. I see. I've been in like a very big music binge lately where I've been listening to music. (laughs) I see. Yeah. You're just a cultured man. No, <laughs> music. The poor person's podcast. <laughs> yeah. Music. The coward's podcast. <laughs> the liars, too. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I think I'm going to have to call it an episode. Yeah, on that I'm one. fucking hitting them in the yellow button. I'm done. I love you all. I'm done. <laughs> bye. bye. All right. Bye, everybody.